0: Hello and welcome back to Sense and Spirituality. My name is Sheila McGregor and I'm so happy to have your company again today on this the first day in the season of Lent, that six-week period during which we follow Jesus to the cross of Good Friday. Mary Jane, not her real name, was flattered. Bright, capable, and hardworking, she knew that she could probably do the job if she set her mind to it. She had been ordained for almost five years, and in her previous career had gained considerable life experience. Although she was a bit shy at times, she was more than qualified to become chair of her presbytery, one of the major courts of the church before the United Church underwent Reconstruction. So why was she at my door now, questioning if this was really an opportunity she wanted to pursue? I wasn't even in the same presbytery as Mary Jane, and so I did not know any of the members. Mary Jane just happened to be a member of the same small-town ministerial group as me, which was how we came to be friends and colleagues. Mary Jane, I said, you are more than capable of handling this job. What's the problem? Well, she replied with evident embarrassment. The truth is that I have been part of this presbytery for nearly five years, and apart from the first meeting where I was introduced to the court, I have never attended a single meeting. Well, I just about fell off my chair. Mary Jane was so dedicated to her calling that I could not imagine this. She was devoted to her pastoral charge and visited the members of her three congregations faithfully. She worked hard preparing for worship services, Bible study and youth group, and leading meetings. But in those days, presbytery meetings were generally held in the evening and moved around to frequently far-off places. Mary Jane was a single mother of a special needs child. Up until recently, she really needed to be at home in the evenings with her daughter. We talked for a while considering the reasons why the secretary of the presbytery had invited her to put her name forward. He had been secretary for over 20 years. He told her she would definitely be elected. He knew talent when he saw it, and Mary Jane was indeed talented. But with the exception of one meeting, and Presbytery met at least ten times a year, she had never participated in Presbytery. I finally encouraged Mary Jane to do some serious discernment before accepting the nomination. Not only did she need to find out what all was involved in the job, But also she needed to know who the power players were and yes friends there is politics in the church too. We prayed about it and she promised to spend some time doing research and giving more time to meditation on the scriptures and personal reflection and prayer. In the meanwhile she learned that the secretary was really the power behind the throne and perhaps would see her only as his puppet. Others came to her asking for favors, hoping to advance their cause by getting their items moved to the top of the agenda. People she had never more than nodded to before started inviting her over for lunch or dinner. Little voices began to whisper in her ear, Think how good this will look on your resume when you are applying for new jobs. It would be more work, but it would also bolster her credentials and perhaps even make her more appealing to a new congregation when it came time to move on. Mary Jane often worried about whether she would ever find another job. She knew that at some point she wanted to move closer to her mother and siblings, who were all nearly eight hours away by car. In the end, Mary Jane decided to go for a long walk at the nearby conservation area. In the lovely quiet woods strolling along the lake, she found a sense of peace and the quiet to discern what she was really meant to do or rather, where it was that God was calling her to serve. Surrounded by the beauty of God's creation, she discovered the consolation that comes from nature. The Celtic saint, Saint Columba, once said that if you wish to understand the Creator, first understand his creation. This is not pantheism, which is the worship of trees and plants and lakes and stones and the animals living among them but rather an affirmation of the wonder of God who created the earth and all living creatures. For Mary Jane, this lovely wooded area became her thin place or holy ground, a place from which she drew spiritual nurture and sustenance. Little wonder then that after a couple of hours spent there reflecting and discerning and praying, She found her answer. Well, in many ways, Mary Jane's story is a modern retelling of the story we find in the Gospel of Matthew. The story of Jesus being tested in the wilderness. It is the story that every year begins our journey through Lent. What happened to Jesus, what happened to Mary Jane, happens to many people, especially those in politics. Another friend of mine who served as mayor of his small town for three terms once told me that he and his wife had led fairly quiet lives up until the time he was first elected as mayor. They had a few close friends with whom they got together on a regular basis, but their social circle was not large. Then as soon as he was elected to office, everyone wanted to be his friend and he and his wife got invitations all over the place. He couldn't believe it, but at least he was wise enough to understand that these people were not really friends. They just wanted something from him, just like the voices that hounded Mary Jane. Jesus also faced similar temptations. After his great moment of vision, after his calling was so dramatically confirmed at his baptism, he had to face the whispering voices in the desert and recognize them for what they were. He went there to be alone, to think, to reflect on the calling God had given him, on the work that God had given him to do. He had to get things straightened out in his own mind before he started and he had to do it on his own. I think that's a good plan, especially as we enter into this season of Lent. Because it's not just clergy or politicians or public servants or world leaders who face temptations. We all face temptations every day. And it may well be that we often go wrong simply because we never try to be alone. Even when we are alone, we often have the TV or radio blaring or we're playing with our cell phone, or maybe a computer game. But we are not alone with God. And I think that we often make mistakes because we do not give ourselves a chance to seek out God's Spirit. There's a beautiful hymn in our Voices United hymn book called Come and Find the Quiet Center. The words of the hymn were written by Shirley Arena Murray, and the tune is attributed to B.F. White. It is a very fitting hymn for this first week in the season of Lent, because it reminds us of the importance of seeking out quiet moments and places where we can wrestle with our own inner temptations, just as Jesus wrestled with his temptations in the wilderness of the desert, and just as Mary Jane out in the woods struggled with the seductions of life. The songwriter invites us to clear away all the clutter and debris of our busy lives, to open our eyes and fully see the things that really and truly and ultimately matter in life, and to free ourselves of those things that do not matter. The author also urges us to take time simply to be simply to be. Today is Ash Wednesday, which officially is the first day of the season of Lent. It marks the beginning of the six weeks prior to Easter when Christians remember Jesus' pilgrimage to the cross. But it is about much more than just remembering. We too are called to journey with Jesus Lent is meant to be a period of introspection during which we set aside time each day to reflect on the meaning of our lives within the context of the scriptures, to consider those things in our lives that need turning around, and how we can begin to nurture our faith and strengthen our resolve for service. Above all, it is a time of discernment. Where and how is God calling you today to make a difference in your community? What temptations must you turn away from? We all have some. Perhaps, like my friend Mary Jane, it is time to take these and any other worries you may be struggling with and go for a walk in the woods. There you may find, as Jesus did, that God's angels will minister unto you in your time of trial. Your walk in the woods may take you to the home of a trusted friend or into the care of a thoughtful counselor who can help you to clear away some of the chaos and clutter so that you can begin to see things more clearly, so that you can discern the voices of those who just want to take advantage of you from those who really have your best interests at heart. And what about my friend, Mary Jane? She declined the invitation to let her name stand for Chair of Presbytery, a position to which she would most certainly have been elected. The next year, she said a sad farewell to the beloved congregations she had served so faithfully and fondly during those first five and a half years of her ministry and embraced a new opportunity with a new pastoral charge where she and her daughter would be close to the family they missed and loved. That's it for this week, friends. See you next Wednesday.